Hello, friends, and welcome back to Ordinary People, Extraordinary Lives. My name is Lance Bain, and this is episode 125 of our little podcast designed to help us experience the grace of God while living, leading, and overcoming those everyday challenges we face in life. I'm really happy that you are with me today. I love our topic today. I think you're going to get a lot out of it. Would love for you to check out LanceBain.com, L-A-N-C-E-B-A-N-E.com. There's a number of resources there available for you. You can check out the archive of our podcast. You can also subscribe through Spotify, Pandora, and Apple Podcasts. So glad that you're with me. You can also communicate with me through LanceBain.com. I'd love to hear from you. I'd love to know how this podcast is adding value to your life. Hey, today we're going to be talking about the power of celebration, the power of celebration. You know, leaders can be so focused on the big picture or the next problem that we forget to celebrate. I remember years ago, I had a member of my staff with whom I worked closely and really relied upon heavily. And each week we would meet and go over the upcoming projects and tasks. And when we would gather, I would immediately jump in. And they said, you know, Lance, it would be helpful for me if we just stopped and celebrate last week's accomplishments. Today, let's talk about the power of celebration. You know, maybe you are the leader that is so focused on the big picture or so focused on the next problem that you forget, you overlook the power of taking time to celebrate. I'm certainly guilty of that. I'm one who can, um, if we even if we do celebration, it's a one sentence of way to go, everybody. Here's what's next <laughs> and just move on to the next thing. But I've really been thinking about the, the power of celebration. Part of it, I believe, is because of my age at 50, having done leadership of some form for 25 plus years, I recognize that I am deficient in celebrating celebration, and I don't want to be. I love celebrating other people. I enjoy feeling celebrated. I love the power of just pausing and rehearsing, even with myself, the things that we've accomplished, the things that have been done. There's a, in today's show notes that you can get at LanceBain.com, there's a a link to a Forbes.com article that talks about uh, why celebration is so helpful for us. And so I want to share with you six reasons why we need to celebrate within our leadership culture and leadership dynamic, and then three tips to help you do that. So here is reason number one why you need to celebrate more in your environment. Reason number one for celebration, it's good for the brain. It's just good for our brain. It's healthy for our brain. At OptimumHealthUSA.com, they have an article where they talk about this. It's called The Science of Celebration. 
And it says that celebration is one of our most natural impulses. We celebrate firsts, a baby's first steps or a child's first day of kindergarten. In my family, we're getting ready to celebrate my uh, youngest son's first year of completing high school. We like to celebrate first, and it's important as a leader to role model healthy leadership, to practice a healthy culture. We have to practice celebration, and science says that this is really good for the brain. It releases the, the hormone dopamine, which is a, a reward feeling. When you feel the sense of reward and how good that feels, that's dopamine. It's good for you to understand that it's your own personal motivation machine, dopamine, the secret uh, for us. And it also talks about serotonin, which regulates mood and healthy levels of serotonin keep you feeling happy. All of this happens when we take time to celebrate. It's good for the brain. Second reason why celebration is important for your culture, it underscores our personal and corporate purpose. One of the, I believe, most exciting ways and one of the most fun ways that you can remind people of your purpose, that you can remind people of your culture and really bring it into focus is to celebrate. I enjoy playing golf. I enjoy going out for a walk and and enjoying the sport of golf. And one of the things that helps me is I have what's called a a laser yardage finder. And it's this little device that you can look through this hole and you can zoom in on the flag and you push a little button and it will tell you how far you are from the hole. But that device works well when you focus in on the flag. I believe that celebration is like that. Celebration is looking through a range finder and it's focusing in on your culture, on your purpose, on your mission, on unique departments or unique ministries, accomplishments, and you're able to sort of get a range of where you're at in proximity to that. And it reminds people with the crystal clarity focus, hey, this is what we're about. So celebration underscores our personal and corporate focus, and it does it in a very fun and exciting way. And it's good for the brain. And people love that. Reason number three that we should celebrate is it offers strength. It offers strength. You know, if uh, you listen to the podcast much that I'm a Christian, I'm a person of faith, a follower of Jesus. And as a Christian, I've learned in 20... 20, almost 30 years of following Jesus, that one of the most oft-quoted verses is from the book of Nehemiah in the Old Testament, chapter 8, verse 10. Now, Nehemiah has um, a passion, a burden, if you will, to rebuild the walls around Jerusalem. And he takes on this leadership task and responsibility with the help of others. And as they're rebuilding this wall, facing enemies, facing persecution, facing mockery. As they begin to rebuild, there's this point at which the energy to rebuild begins to drain. We're facing constant criticism. We're being negatively accused. We're being mocked. We're being made fun of. We're facing resistance and rejection. 
And Nehemiah says, it's the joy of the Lord that is your strength. Joy offers us strength. No doubt, friends, leadership can be fatiguing. In these times, when you're seeking to add value to others through your ministry initiative, through your personal leadership, through the organization with whom you have a position of leadership or you have the relational influence and you're a leader, celebrating others, whether it's in a one-on-one conversation or something you do corporately as a department or as an organization, it offers strength to people. It helps them recognize that they feel seen. Their uh, effort, their energy, their accomplishment is noticed and it is recognized. And it just, it so powerfully, efficiently provides a strength. It's an injection, if you will, of emotional adrenaline, relational adrenaline. It's so healthy. (laughs) Vitamin J produces vitamin S. Joy gives us strength. And celebration is how we practice our joy so that we can experience strength. Here's reason number four why celebrating is important for you and your leadership. Reason to celebrate number four Celebration makes room for the healthy esteem of self and others. Celebration makes room for the healthy esteem of self and others. One of the things we do each month in the team that I lead is we celebrate birthdays. It's it's an obvious thing to celebrate, isn't it? Celebrate anniversaries. I also, on my calendar, I have everyone's hire date on my personal calendar. So when that date pops up, I offer a personal word of celebration. When you celebrate people, it makes room for the healthy esteem of others. It really allows you to distinguish between professional or uh, work-related accomplishment and the individual. And we know that the work can't be done without the individual. So let's move past for a moment the fruitfulness of their labor, their training, their academia, their expertise, and go to the source of that fruitfulness, which is the vine, if you will. It's the branch. It's the vine. That's the person. And when you celebrate them and you make room for celebration, what you're really doing is you're making room for healthy esteem, healthy recognition of yourself and of others. Lately, I've recognized that I've lost some healthy morning rhythms and healthy evening rhythms. And I've introduced celebration as some of my morning and evening rituals. Celebration. I just stop and think, what, what went well today, Lance? How did, you, how did you love well today? How are you about the things that really mattered today? And personal celebration and corporate celebration, whether you do that as a corporate whole or you do that with unique individuals within your ministry, your team, your small group, whatever it may be, celebration makes healthy, it makes room for healthy esteem of self and others. Here's reason number five for celebration. It promotes the reproduction 
of healthy practices, values, culture, and attitudes, etc. It promotes a reproduction of these healthy practices, these healthy attitudes, these mindsets that really make your organization operate with great efficiency, with great joy. (laughs) Celebration is so powerful, friends. And you want to promote the reproduction of these healthy practices. How much of our leadership is course correcting? It's course correcting mindsets. It's course correcting values. It's course correcting practices. It's course correcting relational conflicts. A lot of times I feel like most of my job is just helping people get along. And one of the ways that we can prevent crisis is to celebrate the things that are working well. When you just give an attaboy to say, hey, the way you listened in that meeting and you reflected listening, that is so powerful. I love how you've grown in that. Keep doing that because that's what's going to make our culture really healthy. That's what's going to help you feel most reward and most fulfilled as a leader and as a member of our team. There are so many ways that you can celebrate people. And when you celebrate in your culture as a leader, you are promoting the reproduction of healthy practices, values, culture, and attitudes. Notice what I said. Reproduction. Not just the production of these things, but the reproduction. You want these things to become intuitive. I remember an acquaintance of mine said years ago to a team that I was a part of, I wasn't the leader of the team, but I was a leader on the team. And he talked about how you you want to move from intentional leadership to intuitive leadership. Well, that requires us to have an awareness of what do we do intuitively or intentionally that we need to begin to develop intuitively. Some of us need to take what we do intuitively and do it intentionally so we can identify the practices and mindsets to actually teach other people. When we celebrate as leaders, we promote the reproduction of these healthy practices, values, cultures, attitudes, etc. Reason number six for the reason to celebrate in your culture, for why you should celebrate as a leader, Because it elevates workplace morale and can increase productivity. It can elevate workplace morale and increase workplace productivity. I've had a lot of crisis on my staff, the team I lead, personal crisis that people are walking through, health crisis, the death of a family member, financial issues, workplace relationship crises. I've gotten to the place of having to let staff go for various reasons. And that is difficult and it's not fun. It, 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 leadership is necessary in those places, but those aren't the days when I enjoy leadership the most. I enjoy leadership the most when we've done the hard work of these things and celebration and celebration. And there's a morale within your team. People are getting along. There's genuine friendships on your staff. 
they enjoy working together. They recognize that what they're doing is for a bigger picture. It's for a bigger cause. And they feel like their life matters, matters that it's not just about the daily grind of emails and tasks and checklists and and, and this conversation and, and that thing and order this or call that. They're recognizing, man, all this stuff we're doing is for this larger than life purpose. And that is worth celebrating. I would go as far as to say that demands our celebration. What a phenomenal thing the people on our team are doing week in, week out, day in, day out. Whether these are paid staff or volunteers, celebrate them, friends. Would you, as a result of this podcast, take half an hour, just half an hour this week and think about how can I as a leader introduce celebration more intentionally in my team how how can I do that again you don't have to be the leader of your organization to do that but you might lead a department you might lead a small group you might lead a, 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 a an individual ministry you just you just might be a leader in the sense that you're a parent or uh, an older sibling, and you know that you have influence with other people. With those with whom you have influence, would you take 30 minutes this week and just ask yourself, how can I introduce and practice celebration as a leader? Now, let me share with you three tips that I have found, very simple tips to help you be successful, if you will, at, at not just introducing celebration into your culture, but doing it consistently. And no, tip number one is to be specific. A generic celebration is helpful, but the more specific you can be, the, the more people feel seen. They, they, they recognize this person has taken time to actually think about my life, to think about my contribution to this team, to this small group, to this ministry, to this organization. Be as specific as you can when you celebrate others because the more specific you are in the practicing of these values or cultures, behaviors, mindsets, etc., the more specific you can be, the more specific the reproduction, the more unique strength you offer, the more targeted strength you offer. Be specific. Secondly, be sincere. <laughs> that has a lot to do with your heart. You need to be sincere in your celebration. And sincerity comes through in your eye contact, your tone, the the length of time you take to celebrate people. You don't have to overdo it and have some grand parade for people. But your sincerity will come through. Your sincerity will be felt. People will know if you're sincere. And so just take time to work through the heart issues so that you can sincerely celebrate others. And the third tip I have is to be steady. Think about regular uh, events that happen in your ministry or in your organization, in, in the place where you have influence, that allow for you to have a, a steady experience of celebration. As I said earlier, one of the things we do in my organization is each month we have an all-staff meeting where we celebrate birthdays. We take time to Encourage these individuals with unique, specific words of affirmation and encouragement. We remind them of what we love about them and the value they add, not just to the, or to the organization, but to our lives. 
And birthdays is an easy one. But there may be others that you can do higher dates or other unique creative ways that you can celebrate others. I would encourage you to do it, friend. The power of celebration. It's so needed in our organizations. It's needed in our lives. Hey, thanks for being with me today. Hope you guys have an amazing week. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Consider sharing it with your friends and I'll talk to you again next week.